This podcast is supported by Domestic Beast, offering stylish collars, nap-tested dog beds, tasty dog treats, and dog dishes even you'd eat out of. Browse a wide selection of hand-picked products at DomesticBeast.com. On the last episode of The Shakes... What's wrong? Why are you, why are you, why are you mopey? You know, like when you just have so much work to do and it just seems never ending and like all the people around you are like happy and not doing work. That's what's going on. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So why, why is it, is it, is it that you are that busy or is it just that I'm that busy? You've just I'm been that dicking busy. around. I'm that busy and uh, I haven't had any sort of like breaks from the busyness since like October. Mm -hmm. So then it makes like it ups the dicking around aspect. You know what I mean? So you dick harder is what you're saying. Yeah, I I kind of do. She dicks harder. And then I kind of get in this situation. Like I worked from home today Mm -hmm. and then I get in this situation where I'm like, fuck, now I got to get at the office at like 6 a.m. tomorrow because I fucked around. I was like... Whoa, daytime TV, not as bad as it used to be. No. Kind of improved a little. Stepped it up. I watched The Chew the other day. That was kind of an interesting show. The Chew? The Chew. It's got like Mario Batali, Clinton Kelly, uh, some woman that kind of looks like an alien and some and some other guy who um, I'm pretty sure is like real gay, but overcompensates with like doing like strip club jokes and stuff like that uh-huh. to be overly manly. It's kind of an interesting show. We're not recording, are we? Well, you know, we're recording. I don't know if this is the show or not, but I don't know. People might tune in for something like this. I was going to make a comment, but I'll hold. Couldn't be any worse than Dick Harder. No, no, it Uh, it could be. Could be? All right. All right. Um, Oh, uh, simple. There's a dessert show with a guy who makes a bald guy who makes desserts, and it's called simple or or pastry genius or mm. something this guy's Aww. bald too does he does he tell like strip club jokes and stuff no oh. i was really hoping for like a, a a pun on bald yeah no but it, it's it's a it's a crazy crazy show like mm. malt baldness yeah. or <laughs> <laughs> malted baldness <laughs> <laughs> so okay well now you said because you were saying that you've been busy since like october and then it was what like a month since we did the last show and you yes. ran out, and you're still like jet setting back and forth i am i saw like an instagram of a private jet even i know yeah. wow to la yeah. No, to that was to lamar's iowa oh well For blue bunny <laughs> yep but uh you know the Still, though, that's not a van ride anymore. Well, usually it is, but I guess there were a few trips saved up Um, till the end of the year, and it was the holiday party that day, so I got to 
Ah. The jet. Get, it wasn't a jet. It was like a cereal box toy-sized plane. <laughs> Fisher Price. Yeah, where that was the noise the whole time. And I get on it, and I look at the account ladies, and they're like, what's wrong? And I was like, well, uh, I don't know if I should tell you this now or after, but I've never actually been on a plane like this without throwing up. And when I say throw up, I mean like projectile violent throwing up. Nice. Mm. And they were like, oh my God. <laughs> and then I had to sit by myself did in you the throw back. Up? No, although I almost did. Did they put you on the bench that was also the toilet? That Lance no. McCormick had to sit on that one. We mm. would fly to uh, Sonic. <laughs> he would sit on the bench that was also the toilet. The bench that was also the toilet. I can't imagine having to drop a deuce. In that, I know. While while pe- other people while are other there. people are ten yeah. feet away from you, yeah. yeah. Well, the the one time that I flew the the jet down to to Sonic, they had uh, donuts waiting for us sitting on the bench that is also the toilet. Yes. Ah. So that you know, I mean, that is. Yeah. And there's usually like I, no one ate the donuts. Yeah, there's like <laughs> there's usually like packs of chips and stuff close yeah. by in yeah. a drawer under there. I was on a. <clears throat> Probably, I don't know, like a, I don't know, 16-seater, 30-seater or something mm. that uh, flew from uh, Minneapolis into Lincoln and uh, made the mistake of having McDonald's for breakfast. <laughs> and we flew in in the middle of a blizzard, and I I threw up. And the guy in front of me had his briefcase over his head and he was leaning forward as if he thought that I was going to projectile vomit on him. Oh, so and it almost kind of sounds like, like the Vietnam, like, you know, have your gun over your head yeah, walking through the yeah. river kind of thing. And we, yeah, we landed in the middle of the tarmac. It was probably oh, a couple hundred feet in, in still blizzarding. Mm-hmm. And you know, the woman's there, hope you had a nice flight. And I said, left a little present for you in three C. <laughs> It's like now I had no nice flight. Ugh, man. So how uh, so how recently were you in L.A.? Uh, I was there second half of last week. Okay, and the whole week before that. All right, and the week before that. It's always kind of fun to go someplace else when like the holidays that. and kind of is see that stuff. It kind of <laughs> is sometimes, and then other times it's like, huh, what's my bed feel like? I can't remember. Yeah. Yeah. So you so so basically what you are saying is that in the span of 8 episodes you've become kind of a big deal. No, really, no, is still what, um, still a tr- tragically sadly disappointingly the opposite of a big deal. But uh yeah. You're just you're just she's the big just deal that gets to, yeah, she's the big deal that gets to go on the trips or the the little deal that gets to go on the trips. Yep. Mhm. Mhm. Mm. I'm I'm uh, a so, carry on. Uh, okay, so so they're sending you. Are are you doing like the PA work? Are you you know getting coffee and stuff? No. If you're like that little of a deal. No, I, <laughs> I'm just like you know I I sit there and I make suggestions that everybody says no to. Mm. Really, mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. I would love to figure out how to get the job of saying no to me because it seems like everybody has that job. You and could carry really on easy. an argument with yourself, and then maybe somebody might take your side. Yeah, I True. do that. I do that. And they probably would also kind of kind of stop with that whole thing, because they would probably kind of just stop talking to you, period. Yeah, they'd back off. Yeah. Way yeah. off. Yeah. 
Yeah. No. Uh, did did the did some shot some shot, we just Spish. Sh- 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 shot some shit. Shot some shit. Yeah. Then did editing, which is awesome. Editing is always fun? the best. How many naps did you take on the couch? Uh, not that many this time because we had a lot to do, but mm. uh, it was just really nice. You know, when you go to a nice place in LA to do your edit and mm-hmm. they're like, oh, it's three o'clock. Here's a beautiful cheese plate. You've yes. never had anything like these cheeses before. They're exotic. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. And then they're like, here's some <laughs> wine. <laughs> oh, oh, wait. How about this fresh box of chocolates we haven't even touched? Here you go. I'm like, I don't even know what it's like to have not have like client <laughs> leftovers. Right. You know what well, I mean? and then, and then the bad part is you get home, not even like to work where you, yeah, there's like, you know, the client leftovers and stuff, but then it's like, you get home and you're like, where are my apricots and walnuts? Yes. yes. No, yes. that's exactly the Where's problem. Where's my dim sum platter that was <laughs> delivered to me? Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, honestly, there was one day where we had to stay an extra day and so they weren't, you know, prepared and they brought in bagel pizza bagels yeah and i almost passed out i was so excited and everybody was like really pizza bagels these pizza bagels better be tibetan yes yeah i ate wow. all of them yeah uh, so so we're glad you're you're back don't don't go away again yeah i'll try i'll try okay. i try to not do that as yeah. often be a, yeah. be a be a homie yeah. yeah, I mean, Chris was fun. Chris is great, but um, you know. But I am way prettier, and which way all of our listeners can tell yeah. by yeah. my voice. Right, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But he's got the chicken growing, which is you know, I mean, that's that's something on you. Yeah, but, that yeah. was yeah, yeah. that yeah. was uh, borderline creepy. Wow. So so a couple things, uh, a few a few follow up things. Well, had the baby happened that happened so Woo! yeah so that, that was that was that hayden. and um yes hayden and so he's home now and um i'm super tired and um gonna eat a gonna eat a christmas tree cake and and you i can totally eat a christmas tree cake because it is a soft snack because i am uh, i'm not free now you're not, is you're not, not free, free. you may have, yes you may have noticed what, what what is it oh my gosh it's like you know 10 minutes into this into this whole thing and you've been able to understand every word that pat says yes there's and that's not because, been any, uh, and every word that you guys have said yeah because the the, the shakes is now a nut and crunchy snack free zone <laughs> Not yeah. a vert free one. Not a vert free so, so next time I come in, it's going to be a pack of marshmallows. Yep. And gummy yep. worms and bears. Yep. Just Caleb was very... Caleb finally was like, Oh my god, with Pat and the eating, seriously. And so I was like, All right. I'll, I was being courteous. I was a... leaning away while I was eating <laughs> no. my nuts and my No, because pretzels. he would be in a discussion and you'd be like, No, no, no. And then and then when you when you lean over, then then the crunching bleeds through onto the other people's microphones. And then so so then there's just no way to edit out the crunching. Yes, because yes, listeners yeah. don't know that we're actually in a closet now. Right. We are. Yes. Well it's it, it sounds like we're in a cave. And that's another thing that Caleb is loving, but I have no idea how to fix that. There is not a single soft surface in this entire building. We could just bring in a tent. Yeah. Let's let's do it in yes. a tent. There we go. Yes, I love that idea. I love that idea. So we so yeah, so so baby, that's good. And and Joel Gerhold, who was our our uh, one of our Thank beer buddies. Gerald. Yeah. Joel, Gerald. Joel, Gerald. Ger- Golden. Ger- Golden. Golden. Who's named Gerald? Gerald Golden. 
He, uh, Joel Gerhold, he was a microbrew beer twice. buddy last week, twice. last episode. Yep. And then, uh, and then when, when baby announcement came in, he was like, Hey, new baby needs more beer. So he, he, he re-upped his commitment and did another, God uh, bless him. yeah, I know. Did another fantastic. Thank you, um, Joel. Thank you, Gerald. Yeah. Gerald Gerald Golden, uh, we uh, we are having the Shiner Holiday Cheer, which, which is a delicious. Is excellent, actually. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Real, whoa. really? Is that, is that right? Yeah, she likes is that it. Right? It's it got is, uh, yeah. peach and pecan yeah. in it. Peaches and pecans, and I figured that that uh, Quinn was going to have something to say about yeah. it. But it's really Christmassy looking in a 1950s I sort think, of way. Honestly, yeah, I think and, it's the uh, label. It could taste yeah. like anything, and and I'm so yeah. sold on this. Yeah, this label. looks like this, this looks like something packaging. that they uh, drank in like a Christmas story or something. I really love it. Yeah. yeah. So that, and of course, little Debbie Christmas tree cakes, yeah. which is yeah. the soft snack that does not uh, pick up on a microphone. So, you know, but thank you. Thank you, uh, Joel. Thank you, Joel. For being, for being a beer buddy. Again, two episodes in a row and uh, supporting us, the Shakes. Others like you can yeah. be like Joel. That's right. And you can provide not once but twice beer to us. Twice beer. Twice We're beer. funnier when there is beer in our stomachs. That is true. That is true. Now, speaking of um, another beer buddy, a past beer buddy, Rusty Kugler, he uh, emailed in this week. And he had a question. He was looking at our at the the Shakes page on MuleRadio.net, and he was looking at your bio, Pat. And uh, he said that he noticed that you were a fan of Thunderbirds. And so he asked. He said, "Are are you a fan of the vintage vehicle? Are you a fan of the erotic flying aircraft?" And he sent like this picture of like two of the Air Force Thunderbirds, like you know, like belly, yeah, belly to belly. Uh, or or the the creepy uh, puppets and of course you know i said yeah the creepy puppets and he was really really hoping that that was not going to be the answer i so. i wouldn't describe him as creepy i wouldn't either i love it yeah i i love that i i have all the tv uh episodes on uh dvd watch them uh and then I also collect a lot of the miniatures. Well, I was going to say you've got like the like the vehicles and the yeah and the yeah and the characters and mm-hmm. multiple different uh, forms, different forms. And I used to have a couple of the um, marionettes actually, and I oh since, my God. since sold them off because. Oh. I would wake up and they would be in bed with me, and that was kind of. Oh my god, I hate it when that's the way the story ends. Yeah, see, that's that's weird that you should say that because that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, we should we should go and find Rusty's house, take the marionettes, and you, you just dangle them by the ropes to where they're just like you know just barely tickling his nose. Yes, and like he gets a little t- ah, you know, and then and then it's kind of like Team America type of thing. It's getting ready to you know drop a Cleveland steamer on his chest. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so okay, this this can't be the show. This can't be the show. We got to talk about something. It is it is the our holiday show. We have some things. I don't know. Let's what, talk. What do we talk about? What 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 are we gonna do? Well, let's talk. Uh, let's talk about. Um, let's talk about the end of the world. Yeah. Why not? That's tomorrow. I mean, yeah. yeah. It's it's Christmas time. Let's mm-hmm. talk about Wait, the end of the I'm world. But I'm I'm a little confused about the end of the world. Is it tomorrow? Tomorrow? It's tomorrow? Or is it like midnight? tomorrow actually well, it's well yeah i don't know so, like What's, technically is it in like six hours or is it it would be six hours <sighs> well see so but then heavy, it's but then it's guys. like but what do you do because time zones right it's like a, it's like a rolling yes. apocalypse the other side of the world would be ending right now and it's not yeah well i mean yeah this morning i saw um tug tug mctie he had a, a 
twit pick and he was like you know here here is a photo of a clock in new zealand where it is tomorrow and it was midnight and so he's like you know sorry he's in new zealand well he just had a picture of a clock in new zealand i don't know maybe he went maybe he maybe went maybe he, went he was to, like he was yeah like, let's, fuck let's get this on let's and check yeah, this out yeah maybe he did go to new zealand to die first i mean why not i guess be a good place yeah cheap you so know. this is so this is an interesting question that comes up with the end of the world. Okay. So let's let's assume even if the world does not blow up tomorrow, it is the end of the world as we know it. To quote R E M. So tomorrow, or at least the end of tomorrow, is the beginning of a new world for all of us. It's a chance for us to begin anew. Mm-hmm. To stop doing some things, to start doing others, uh, and what would those be? Wow! So this means like way so much more than. But just if it's the end of the world, none of that shit matters. No, it no, can't be. That's what he's saying. Hypothetically, it's, it can be the end of the world as we know it, and begin a new, a world, new world on Saturday. Uh, and but not we like a New Year's resolution. <clears throat> it's a new world. It's resolution. a new world resolution. What would it be? You're all looking at me like I should go mm-hmm. first. Yeah, you should. The correct no. answer is Dick Harder. <laughs> Dick Harder. Yeah. Dick Harder. Uh, I once knew a Dick Harder. <laughs> but it was it was Dick Carter. I would like to uh, come back to me. Yeah, that's a really hard question. I don't really feel like I question. understand the question. I mean, you that's what? like such a loaded question. That's like being like, if tonight was your last night on Earth, because you know it is. I mean, it's just like, ah, I don't No, But uh, if you could start, if you could start, okay. Okay. If start, I start on Saturday, over. start on Saturday. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be like, oh my God, I'm going to, you know, quit my job and become, you know, a horse trainer. Cause I love horses. It doesn't need to be something. It could be, could, it could be, be something as simple as, um, I'm going to praise people more or something like that. It could be something, you know, what's a. What's a, I, I put that challenge out to the listeners. Hmm. What are you going to do as part of the new world? What are you going to do different? I you like have, that. Well, despite to- the fact that I feel like it's overly optimistic for you to assume that there would be a new world and we would all exist in it. I'll let that go. What you you got to get? No, this is all hypothetic. This right. is all big yeah, metaphor. But you know, if I can't be but cynical you're, you're, about your hypothetical situation. I don't you know. Have, really you have where to be. To you have to be. So hmm. I think I would like to start out as like, you know, Callista Flockhart. And then I would like be able to start the new life super Allie skinny McBeal. and eat my way back to normal. Mm. Right. And then mm-hmm. I get she to my norm- her way back to normal. No, man. She's still, I, I don't think she ever has eaten anything. No, yeah, ever, never. Really no. Thin. That's good though. That's good though. I mean, I because it gives you something place, to, right? Yeah, right. I mean, how amazing would that be? You'd be like, I'm so skinny. I have such a long way to go. Yeah. To Cause, be see, normal cause again. that was what I was thinking. I was like, gosh, well, okay. If you're going to answer this, it can't be like your regular new year's resolution bullshit. It can't be, sure. oh, I'm, I'm going to lose some weight. I'm going to, you know, fuck it. Let's just, just start, start off like 10 pounds oh, and, and make yourself, you know, back to like, yeah, I, I say, I say you go for that. I think yeah, that's good. That. Yeah. And then, you know, I'd probably like want to remove that part of my brain that cares about what people think and that's like a very broad generalization of what i'm really saying which is uh i would like to be less neurotic 
Mm. I was going to say needy, but neurotic is not neurotic is probably a, a special flavor of that that I think is. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, hmm. I'm oh, going to eat more of little Debbie. Um, See, now I feel like yeah. you just Christmas called me needy, and uh, that's You're totally all I'm going to think of. And that's what she's glommed onto, and, and now, now she's going to freak now about I'm that. I'm just going to be neurotic about that night all long. night. Wow. So. Great. Little Debbie. Great. I mean, okay, let's talk about Hostess. Oh, wait <laughs> a minute. <laughs> I have nothing. I have nothing to add. Well, you asked the damn question, <laughs> Pat. You asked the damn question. Now we all have to go around and give our equally ridiculous answers. Okay. You want to be Callista Flockhart? What do you want to do? <laughs> Two chicks at the same time. There you go. <laughs> all right, baby. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I hate questions like that. I'm like one of the people. I never do New Year's resolutions because I know I'm going to I'm going to break them anyway. And it seems like, you know, trying to do some sort of that you should do like anyway. one, Yeah. Well, trying to do any sort of like 180 change on your life. And I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm thinking about it too hard. Maybe so maybe do the a new world doesn't yeah. change. Exactly. So what I'm going to end up doing is I'm going to sit here and I'm going to talk into microphones in the new world, but uh, maybe with the stand on the right side instead of the left side. Or maybe in a higher voice. Well, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I if don't know. If I could redo it, if I could read, if, if I, this is what I would do and I won't do it. Okay. This is what I've been thinking about a lot recently. No, oh, no. <laughs> it's not that I would learn to ski. Oh, fuck mm. ski, man. You oh, I hate, hate it. I hate, no, no, no. I have skied. I and I hate, hate skiing. I've never been. I've seriously to the point of almost shitting my pants. I've mm-hmm. been so terrified. Me too. We already talked about how we all hate this, but like it is, it's a huge inconvenience in your life. But to the hate thing skiing. is what I, and it's not so much skiing. It's the, I've done something all day and now I get to get warm in a, like, you know, ski house mm. somewhere and drink alcohol and know that I have worked hard all day. That's really what I'm looking for. Well, you could just go chop wood. You wouldn't yeah. have to go ski. Or like, yeah. you could come to my house yeah. and shovel my driveway or... There you go. Yeah. I mean, like, there's that's just a really ridiculous thing to say because that's not... I mean, people ski because it's quote-unquote fun. Yeah, well, now, you I, don't know that. You don't know that. Because, I mean, having, might being be three people theirs. that hate skiing... Yeah. might be based wait, on theirs. Wait, wait, wait. Do any of us... Have you ever met another person that skis for, like, a very specific reason? It's not like they're like, oh, got to go skiing to the grocery store today. It's like, you know... <laughs> I do it for recreation. <laughs> right. It's all about fun. And, and I, I feel constantly left out and, like... I'm really missing out on an important part of life. I think it's less about the fun and, and, and more about the looking really cool and extreme. Are type we of thing. this out of shape that all three of us are like, ah, fuck skiing. <laughs> yes. So it, it's, it, well, yes. There, there's that. There's yeah. that. <laughs> then the other thing is just the idea of my leg snapping. <laughs> yeah. And why? hearing it in I slow motion. Understand. Why do your feet have to go into those boots where it's like, I mean, your leg is not supposed to naturally be bent that way. No, mm-hmm. and you could hit or something, snap and at one that ski, point, you know, one yeah. ski could like turn sideways, and then you're done. You're yeah. done. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing with ice skating. You know, we'll, we'll go down to the to the rink at, at Crown Center once a year, get my one 
ice skating moment. And yeah, and it's always, you know, you're out there for 20 minutes, but when you get out, it feels like, you know, you've been like, it feels like Chinese foot binding, you know, it's like, it's like, I'm trying to be a pretty, pretty little princess in the, in the Jade empire. And, and, and my (laughs) foot is all cramped up. And now I have this like the incredible muscle cramp in the middle of my shin. Where you're like, I thought that was a bone. Right. Yeah. Cramp there. Like, I know. And then it's just sort of like sports that involve, Wearing other people's shoes and risking foot disease. Mm, ah, yeah. Ah, like bowling. Bowling I'm okay with. Bowling Wait, alleys still what? have, like, you know, ashtrays in them. Those what? have shoes. Those yeah, are shoes that you put on. She's okay, okay with, with that bowling. foot fungus. Okay with She's that. okay with I'm that okay certain with, You can, like, drink and bowl at the same time. Mm-hmm. I want to... You know what? Maybe that's what my thing will be, is be a member of a bowling league. Let's start That'd a bowling cool. league. Okay. There you go. You know what? Start we, small. We should, you know it. what? Okay. Next okay. one, I think we should go bowling. And I do love a podcast it. at a bowling alley. We could totally do it. Let's Caleb find would the really weirdest. love that one. Yeah. Let's that find would, the weirdest That would be place. controlled. That would be controlled. Well, if we go at a well, weird the, time... There's, the, there's yeah. one in... Um, uh, Oh shit! It's out north, and it's like a, it's an old bowling alley, which is awesome. Yeah. Well, not like there's modern new ones, except for like, but like strike. a really like super. No, like yeah. I'm talking like yeah, unselfconsciously weird seventies. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, that's the thing about going and, and doing it at a bowling alley. At least there's a reason for all the background noise. Like like here, it's just you know there's just a whole bunch of servers in that closet over there, yeah. and it makes it sound like we're in an airport. Yeah. Mm, you know, we're you know. at a rave. Right. <laughs> Sorry, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's not so, just a bowling league. There, bowling league. I like it. Done. I like it. Let's yeah. talk about hostess now. Okay, sure. Yes. How hostess. do you you make? How do you go out of business? How is that possible? I don't know. And especially, especially when, when you're hostess, saw, I feel like the best business hostess received in probably the entire time that they existed was the second they went out of business Yeah, because people went out and they bought the crap out of yeah. all the products that and they could think about all the, the yeah. social media that just blew up. I mean, yeah. my Instagram feed was just filled with people taking pictures of Twinkies. It was the new Coke. Maybe that was always the plan. Mm. Could be. Maybe Could that be. was always the plan. At first, I thought that it was maybe just because I was no longer in college because my mom used to buy me like shit tons of ding dongs from like the hostess, um, you know, <laughs> the, the hostess outlet shit store. Shit tons of ding dongs. Shit tons of ding dongs. That's a song. From, yeah. From, shit from tons the, uh, of from the, from the, from like the day old hostess store. Yeah, I mean, what? Yeah, I mean, if you got if you got this, you know, brand full of all these cakes, you make that crack. Everybody, yeah, I mean, you do. And how do you go out of business making crack? You yeah. don't. Well, the no. problem is, is that there are people making crack that is the same kind of crack for less. And I know little that Debbie. for a fact because <laughs> Christmas cake. No, little, little Debbie is a, a little bit more expensive. Actually, oh, is that right? Your mm. price, your price comparing. Well, I know all this for a fact because we have a client. So I have a client situation where I know things about the baking industry. Snack cakes. Yeah. yeah. I do. Actually, an unfortunate amount of information about that. But they got, they got Mm -hmm. bought, right? They're bought. They're, they're good. Hostess. Yeah. Mm, I think they got purchased. Well, the court came in and said, you guys need to work it out. Right. 
The last and, I heard is that it was Walmart the, was thinking about buying it. Because the, heard... the judge was like, I like my Twinkies. You guys yeah. get this shit worked out. Right. I don't know. I, I was never a fan of they Twinkies, but Ding Dongs. I love, love Dolly Madison is still in business, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because they make the little fruit pies. Yeah. The zingers. The, the blueberry. Charlie Brown used to be the zinger spokesperson. The, the blueberry fruit pies. Yeah. With the little, the, the, you the get notches. You the gas station? Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. but the hostess did those too. With like the one notch on the side for apple and the two over here and the one in the middle for the lemon and the things and the, yeah. That was See, that, but too. that's the problem. It's like, who came up with it and why didn't they just like slap something on? It was like, nobody else can make this. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Why? Why, can, can why you, not? Can you, can you trademark a pie? Well, the shape no, of a nobody pie, makes sure these little Christmas pie. cakes like yeah. little Debbie. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. Good point. With nope, the, nope. the awesome yeah. chunky icing. You're not seeing like a the... bunch of like knockoff oatmeal pies running around. No. That shit is That is nutty bars. That is the Little Debbie domain. And nutty bars. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. The Net- star crunch. Oh, and, uh, God. oh, my God. God, we're doing it again. Little Debbie. We're going down the Little I, Debbie rat hole. I used to, I used to <laughs> tweet. about Little Debbie. I used to tweet filthy things. I yeah. used to tweet filthy things to Little Debbie all the time. All right, Jesus, All right. this is boring. Yeah, I was gonna this say is it, this is this is this is what the show has become. Well, you know, it's 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 the sure. That's what our show. It's we, we, worn we, down. We, yeah. This has been a hell of a week. It's for been all of us. it's been a rough week. I mean, Quinn's been jet setting between Iowa and LA. It's like this this strange ge- geographical jet triangle. Yes. Yeah. So you know, she's like jet lagged from from ice cream. Got Everybody around me is dying. Yeah, everyone around around Pat is Everybody's yeah. dying. Everybody yeah. dies. Everybody That's does. That's the thing. That happens. Yeah. So, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> yeah. Dying. So, my aunt, uh, Aunt Frances, 99, would have been 100 on July 8th. Oh, shit. She passed away uh, Sunday morning at 6 a.m. She uh, and her husband started Guy's Potato Chips. Which anybody outside of like guys potato potato chips. Her husband was Guy Caldwell, and so anybody outside of the Midwest region doesn't know what the hell we're talking about. And they were good chips. I mean, they weren't like fantastic chips, but they were good. And their party mix was fantastic. Yeah. And I looked for those in the store today, and I don't think they make them anymore. Really? But uh, um, she was an amazing, amazing woman. She didn't have any kids. She wasn't the warmest person. But her work ethic was unbelievable. And mm-hmm. up until about a year ago, I mean, this woman was, you know, she had her kitchen redone probably about a decade ago and stopped cooking in it because it was redone. So she cooked in the kitchen that was in the basement. So she was always uh, walking. One those has the, she was yeah, always okay. walking up and downstairs. I mean, just mm-hmm. constantly, just constantly up and moving and stuff. And, um, uh, you know, some of my favorite stories about her was one, my dad would talk about when he was a kid, he would go and stay with them for a while and they lived in Liberty. And when she was driving to the potato chip factory, he would be riding with her in the morning and she would start to talk to herself and then she'd get louder and louder and louder. And he's like, by the time she got to the doors, she was ready to rip him off because she was just so fired up for the day. And, uh, uh, and you know, and I, I wrote her a letter, um, in 1997 on Thanksgiving, just telling her that not a day goes by that I don't think about that. Um, and, uh, um, my brother talked about when they were in Liberty and they went to go pick her up at the factory and it was 10 o'clock on a Friday night. And 
there was an, there was huge room filled with hundreds of desks and she had, I mean, she owned the business. She had a desk just like everybody else. Mm -hmm. And she was, it's like, he said, he said on 10 o'clock on a Friday night, she wasn't waiting for us to pick her up. She was sitting at her desk working. And then we, you know, we would say, okay, it's time to go. Aunt Francis, you got to go. And, uh, last night was the visitation. And so there were some people who worked at the factory who came and they'd been, they'd worked there for, you know, 20 to 30 years. And I asked him, I said, you know, what was aunt Francis like? And they all said she was, she was a ball buster. And I said, yeah, I don't doubt it. And she said, but there was nothing that she ever asked you to do that she wouldn't do herself, including cleaning the toilets, Yeah, which she would do on a regular basis in the factory. She would clean the toilets. I mean, she just, she just fucking worked her ass that's off. That's what she was doing Friday night at 8 p.m. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's why she. That's why she was working later is because she's like, I have to clean the yeah. goddamn toilets. Wow. But she, um, you know, when um, when they had started it, it started out just as a as a you know they were just making nuts and they were selling it out of the back of um, their station wagon, mm-hmm. and then um, that started to grow. And my uncle Guy went away to war. And he came back and my aunt Francis had really grown the business. And he said, you've done an awesome job. He's like, let's, uh, let's, uh, let's sell the, let's sell the company and let's retire and, you know, do great. Yeah. And so she, she was making the chips. Uh, they right at this point, they were just making nuts. Oh, and, um, and then my aunt Francis in response to him said was to hell with that. She said, I want to buy, I want to buy trucks to distribute this more. I want to buy another factory. I want to buy a potato chip machine. I think we need to get into making potato chips. So oh, they did. Wow. Yeah. So she was, I mean, you know, it's like I described it, my uncle guy was the face of the company and she was uh-huh. the backbone. Uh-huh. I mean, she, I, there's no way wow. that the company would have done what it did without her. So, huh. yeah, she was an amazing woman. That's a, that's, that's, Guys, potato chips. That's, Guys, potato yeah, chips. That's, that's, well, here's to Aunt Francis. Yeah, Aunt Francis. Aunt Francis. Yeah. Cheers to that. Cheers to having having the drive and ambition to you know to to know what you want to do in life because I know I sure as hell don't. Still well, to, to <laughs> so, make shit happen. Yeah. yeah. To just yeah, just be so goddamn driven. Yeah. Wow. I just it's like I can never. I will never touch her drive. <clears throat> but it's a great inspiration. It is. It absolutely is. And it's, and it's interesting. It kind and of, speaking it kind of, of that, makes me let's segue into, well, it, it may be, it, it, this was down here in the wrap up, but this makes me kind of think of, of that. It's like, I, I wanted to see, you know, say that I think that 2013 should be the year of the shakes and we could do it. Aunt Francis style, you know, of course, none of us really have that drive to actually make that happen. Clean but, toilets. Yeah, while I mean, we're going to clean toilets while we do the show, and you know, and just really trying to trying to make it a, a better show. Try to try to get it to in the ears of more people. Try to get more people involved in it. Uh, but uh, you know, I mean, and that's never that's never any small feat. I mean, no. you know, even, even though, even though it does sound like it's, you know, three of us that sit down here and just, you know, have a beer and just shoot the shit for an hour. And, and it is, but there is a lot of, a lot of work that goes into it. And you do most well. of the work you do. No, I, yeah. he does. You do you do a hundred percent of the work. Yeah, so actually you know. the shakes wouldn't exist without you Jeremy. are, yeah, you are our aunt Francis. Yeah, yeah. So you are. we well, are. All right. So I'm, I'm going to go. So actually you. Jeremy, you were, you were kind 
kind of passive aggressively that, saying yeah. that to Quinn and I to get you to clean this, the damn toilets. Let's, let's make this the year of the shakes, Quinn. And yeah, Pat. let's let's get around to cleaning let's the toilets. God damn it, you more lazy determined. Mm-hmm. Fuck farts. <laughs> now I in in uh, to answer uh, uh, Jeremy, and I thought it was a good segue to talk yeah. about determination and doing something that you love and doing it wholeheartedly. Also, yes, watched uh, Hero um, Dreams of Sushi. Mm-hmm. Quinn, did you watch that? Uh huh. Did you watch the other one? Yeah, half of it. Okay, well, you, you, well, you got you got you got the gist. Okay, that's fine. All but, right, uh, yes, go. But yeah. that's an amazing movie. It was. It was it really was. really good. And all right, wait. Let's make me feel like I watched it. Okay, okay. Hero Dreams of Sushi. It's about um, eighty-five-year-old man who uh, owns a sushi place in Tokyo, Japan. Like a little hole in the wall, like a little ten-seater. Ten. Doesn't sit more than ten. Restrooms not even in the restaurant. It's like in a. It's kind of in yeah. a bigger building. Well, the, the restaurant's in a subway station. Yeah, and what people pay on average, starting like at three hundred dollars. Yes, yeah, yes. Sushi starts at three hundred dollars US. Yes, almost four hundred dollars US. And when they serve it to you, it is single pieces. You don't get a plate. In America, this is no, no, no. To- this is in Tokyo. Tokyo. This what is in Tokyo. Are, what, what, <laughs> I just what? totally. Tokyo, that. Tokyo, yeah. Kentucky. <laughs> get it. I get it. <laughs> so, and, uh, um, I mean, it's an amazing, he, again, not the warmest man, but he does have, he does have two sons and, um, uh, but his, you know, his drive is always, he's, he said, I've never, you know, hated a day of working in my life. He, it's amazing the process that they go through to make the rice, mm-hmm. to pick the tuna, um, how they, you know, when they get octopus, they massage the octopus for 45 minutes because he said, usually octopus is, you know, yeah, is really, really rubbery, rubbery and, yeah. said, so I massage it. So it's, you know, really soft to the palate and, um, it's amazing, you know, and the thing that he said that I loved was, um, he said, I always want to make it better than it was every day. It mm-hmm. needs to be better. Yeah. And so he's constantly perfecting, but it, the perfection comes in consistency. He is constantly doing the exact same thing, same pattern when he goes to work, everything, but he's done it long enough that he constantly wants to perfect it. Yeah. Well, so many people, when they get that kind of drive to make a better thing, they're like, I really want to stand out in the world and, you know, make my mark and really show people that I, that I've mastered this. Usually you go, okay. I need to do this in a way that people have never done it before. So you think of like outlandish ideas, things that really set you apart. But that's, that's the thing about him is that he goes completely counter to that and goes towards the, the absolute simplest recipes and, and puts the sushi out in, you know, the absolute minimalist form that it possibly could come in. And yet he is, you know, by all means kind of known as the best sushi chef ever, ever, ever period. And, and things and, yeah. that I didn't know is like they buy tuna and then they let it age for three days. Yeah. And they buy rice from a guy who really only sells it to, to hero. Yeah. To that. And guy. he, he, yeah. they interviewed the rice guy and he said, I had Hyatt Regency come to me saying, <clears throat> we want to buy your rice. And he said, absolutely not. You wouldn't know how to prepare it. He's like, now, if Hero told me that it was okay to sell my rice to Hyatt, then I would sell it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's just, and well, the, he, thing, yeah. the, the, the thing that's interesting is that really it's an anti-marketing statement. Yeah. 
Because usually when people want to reinvent themselves, they usually kind of stay the course and they use marketing to kind of create something new. It's like, oh, let's, you know, introduce new people to this and stuff. And really his is kind of an anti-marketing in that <clears throat> I do it, I do it really well and people will come. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm not, uh, I'm not creating specials and Hey, here's a night of, you know, all this stuff. He's just like, I continue to improve on what I'm doing and people will show up. Yeah. It's a, you know, basically it's like, Hey, starts at about $300 a plate. Yeah. And if, you, every, if you're good for that, you're, you're going to, you're going to think it was worth it. Yeah. And everybody yeah. that, that they interviewed, uh, you know, from the tuna dealer to the rice, they all said, we're not doing it for money. We don't do it for money. We do it because we love it. And, um, um, they said, you know, money doesn't interest us yeah. and, and that they know he's the best. And that's why, they, you know, they're not looking to make a ton of money off of him. And, yep. you know, yeah, they, it's just kind of like this circuitous, but yeah, I mean, he, he very much is kind of like a, especially everything you said circuitous. That's good. Isn't it? That was big. That was big, but everything, everything that, uh, you're saying kind of about Anne Francis, I mean, it is, he is kind of like this Japanese equivalent of it yeah. because, because he is, he's very, you know, he's very stern. And most people, even when they talk to people who, um, were eating, you know, customers of the place are like, I, I usually feel kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, they eating said, I, I'm intimidated yeah. <laughs> eating yeah. in front of him. Yeah. Because he's just, you know, I mean, he's, he's all business and, and it's, there's not, you know, any of that, even though he's watching it, like that was the other thing that really blew me away was when they were saying, it seems like he's never paying attention to you because he's so focused on his craft of what he's doing, but yet he but sees he every single thing that you're doing. Yeah. He notices he, if yeah. you're, if you're a left-hander, he will next time he yeah, serves you a piece, he will, he will put it on the left side yeah. of the plate, and yeah, he notices all. So those he gets yeah every single detail down. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, very cool. And it so yeah, cool. it was it was really interesting that that I saw that show about obsession with your craft and you know always trying to improve yourself. And then like the very next night, I watched a documentary about Bob Ross. And so Bob Ross, the happy little painter. Right. And it was on uh, PBS. And so I, I sent it to you guys. So you, so Quinn, you said you watched about half of it. I did not watch any of the Bob okay. Ross. Well, that, well, but see, that's, that's good because if she watched some of that and you watched the sushi, so we have a point counterpoint going here. Although I think Quinn looks like her <laughs> brain exploded. When she, when when she, she said, I mean, she, when when she says 30 minutes, I think she meant three minutes. <laughs> Oh, sorry. 30 <laughs> seconds. I'm sorry. 30 no, seconds. No, no, no. Did I, you I get did. to see Bob Ross without his afro? What? No. I did okay, not get so, to that so you, part. All right. So did he have a passion? I mean, is there something really awesome about this guy that none well, of us know well, about? It, well, the thing is, no. Other than the fact that he was he was really, really driven and also kind of was just not doing it for the money. I mean, you know, the reasoning and everything was all the well, same. Yeah, I mean, how much did he sell that shit for? Like 15 bucks a piece? I oh, mean, yeah. Yeah, well, but then he became like... I'm confused. Well, most of them, he most of his paintings he gave away to public television stations. Oh, that's cool. So, I mean, he most of his paintings he didn't even make any money. Wow. Off. <sighs> but but the but the interesting thing I felt between the two movies is they both had the same angle of having that drive, constantly trying to improve yourself and 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 really re, really be the best at what you can be yeah. and and the things that you make. But then the philosophy of how the two people tackled each thing couldn't be any more, any more different. Like with the sushi, you're talking about the rice. They've got a guy who has spent 10 years 
learning to make the rice. Yeah. You know, and that is all he does back in the kitchen. He makes the rice every Making day rice they for 10 years. Hell. They fan the rice. Yeah. I mean, they like, you know, and they put so, and they, the thing that was interesting was it was about the pressure. Yeah. They have like the a, on a how much thing that goes on and then they put, it was like, it took two hands to lift this lid to put it on the rice. And then they put a full pot of water on top of on that. On top of that to just like really seal it down. <clears throat> but yeah, but you, so, so you've got rice guy, 10 years of ricing before yeah. he, before he goes to cutting fish or whatever it is. And so they were saying, you know, it takes 30 years before you even become serviceable yeah. to even make it out to the front yeah. type of thing. Whereas Bob Ross is like, you make one painting, you can make it as good as I can. Yeah. You know? And so it's like the, the, the approach to the two things couldn't be any more different. And so he was, you know, he was, he was, he was always being the, you can do it too. You can be just as good as me and I can show you how, and you know, and I can have you doing it in one painting. Instead of 30 years. Well, obviously you're not going to, but but the uh, thing is, is that, I mean, yeah. I mean, the you difference know, between yeah. Hero and Bob Ross. Yes. Yeah. Well, like, <laughs> I just thought like, it was interesting. Like, no, but it, it's an interesting contrast because. He was approachable. Bob Ross is approachable. Hero was like, you can't even touch this. No, yeah. no. It's about a, an approach to a creative process. Yes. Right? Right. Like, it's, it's Bob Ross being like, I'm creative and talented in this way. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to make it. I'm, I'm not going to treat that as this precious. It's like Rachel thing. Ray. Yeah, kind of oh, like Rachel Ray. No no, 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 I get it. Yeah. Like, no. make it every day. <laughs> yeah, make it every day. It's an everyday thing. You can make, you can make everyday paintings. The thing is, you is can that paint the happy little trees. We are, we are, we are so different from Heroes World right now. In that, and it's why yeah. I always like, like when we worked at the White House, the thing that I loved about the White House was you could go and be a film major. And when you came to that edit house, you started out as a receptionist Mm -hmm. and then you became a, you know, an assistant to an editor and you stayed an assistant for a long time. And I mean, you know, in, in, at, uh, at heroes place, they have people, the first, when they become an apprentice, the first thing they are supposed to do is they're supposed to wring out the Uh, hand towels. towels. Yeah. And it is scalding hot. And they said the first time they do it, they will burn their hands, but after a while, they will get used to it. And they have to do that for years. And then the next step is they get to make the eggs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, Jesus, you think about that with the U.S. right now. Who would stand for that? Nobody would do that. Yeah. Everybody would go, when's my promotion? When am I going to get more money? I'm entitled to this. And Fuck these eggs, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And and it's just such a it's such a difference, you know. And that's why... You do have articles that came out recently, and I don't know where it was, but it's like, you know, they talk about the craft and that the craft of writing is gone or the craft of this is gone because people are getting in. It's like um, it's like trees. We're not letting the trees age enough, so the wood is bad. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when I had my basement redone, the they used the studs that were originally put into the house because they were so much stronger than the new wood. They would have to double up the wood because they don't let the trees age long enough. Because no one has any patience anymore. We're supposed to have a, a, a an intermission. Oh, oh! But I I bought Domestic Beast today. I I purchased one hundred and six dollars worth of product from Domestic you Beast did. today. I did. All right. I, and I what, like what Domestic Beast. What did you get? Um, I bought a leather collar, mm-hmm. a uh, nameplate to go on the leather collar. Yeah. That says bare butt. 
<laughs> Bear butt. Because that's my dog. And then I just thought I would put that's the his, word that's butt. That's its name? After, no, but no. it just was funny to put yeah. it on well, there. Yeah. The idea that somebody would find him and be like, Bear butt <laughs> was oh that's Quinn's uh, dog. <laughs> Hello, I have your dog. Bear butt. Bear butt. Yeah, that was cracking me up at butt. the time. And then I bought the matching leash. Yeah. And so I, you went all out there. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did. Very good. So 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 you, you you took a look at the site and you got some good. Uh, I was. I, I think stuff. it's a great site. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. had some really interesting. Uh, my dog has digestive problems along with other things. Jesus, and solely because <laughs> it's your butt. dog. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. he's a Wheaton Terrier that's allergic to wheat. There's something there. For I was. You. I was. I love the uh, seat saver. Yeah. Like the little, like, uh, it was like a trampoline oh, yeah, that you put yeah. your dog on. I thought that my, was cool. My back seats are like just covered in drool yeah. for sure. Yeah. yeah. I wish that I could get my dog a bed. I would wish nothing more. Get a bed. Dog won't use a bed. I bought him before. And they've got we good ones. They've three, got good ones. But, we uh, have three beds for Zeus and he uses so them do, all. So do we. And yeah. Bear uses every single one. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Loves my, that's, and that's, I had that's no idea that thing. there were some people that put old clothes in, in beds. Does your dog get on the couch? Yeah. And the bed? Yeah. See, your dog's like, oh, fuck that thing. I wish. Yeah. See, I'm that's the thing. Stuff. Yeah. Zeus, oh, yeah. Zeus will not. I mean, Gabe, my son's bed is. Literally like a foot and a half off the ground. He could mm-hmm. easily step up on it. And it takes an act of God to get him to, he will not wow. get up on a couch. He will not get up on a bed. Well, good for, good for you. My, yeah. no, my dog will, my dog lays right between my shins with, with her head on my shin and I can't turn. I how can't big, move. how big are your dogs? Oh, a little, little tiny dog. See, 13, my, 13 pounds. Yeah, my know. dog's like 90 pounds. No, so mine's it would like not be 45. Good. It would not be good if he got up on a couch or a bed anyway. Oh, no. No, I mean, mine does. My, my, my mine dog does is basically split. a cat. We yeah. should have a dog podcast. We should. That would have been what we should have done for yeah. Domestic Beast. Domestic Zeus, Beast Zeus should would, sponsor another That's episode. Right. Domestic Beast, come back. We won't talk about our dogs eating shit popsicles. Yeah. We'll have the dogs <laughs> on the show. Zeus and, would come uh, back and he would probably pee on about everything in here. Oh yeah, because we have an office dog. So if he does that, I mean, it would yeah. probably would just drive him nuts. Yeah. So yeah. And Bear would just follow Zeus around and try to get Zeus to like him. <laughs> Do you think Bear would try and mount Zeus? No, no. Bear's not a mounter. He's like, "Do Mounty. you want to mount me?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's pre- he, he would present himself. <laughs> He's kind of like, "Do you like this? Let me run in front of you." Oh, <laughs> uh, what I found. Look, uh, he's presenting. <laughs> Zeus sees him now. <laughs> but nothing makes my dog more upset than when like a dominant alpha dog won't acknowledge him. Oh, so Bear is <laughs> definitely my dog. Definitely Quinn's dog. Very needy. Wow. Yep. Yeah. Please notice me. Notice me. Play with me. Look at how adorable I am. Yep. <laughs> so domesticbeast.com made by designers. Yep. yep. Uh, designers who uh, have dogs, love dogs, don't want their house to turn into a dog house. So they've designed wonderful things yeah. um, for your dog. Yeah. yeah. So thank you, Domestic Beast, thank for you. Uh, supporting us, supporting the Shakes, yes. and, and supporting Mule Radio Syndicate in general. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Thank you. I'm reading this book called uh, Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Okay. Well, let's hear about that. <laughs> 
face just lit up. Like, awesome. Like There's light progress. Yeah. See now, new world, new world, new breaking world. the habit of being yourself. Yeah. That that is Quinn's new world. Yeah. Uh, really, I will not be myself. I'm just really into anything that's like, hey, Quinn. Here's a Don't really great de- great decision you could make on learning to be less the person that you are. And how's that um, going for you? Not great. I mean, it's okay. But really the whole book is it's like a super heady intellectual way of saying, "Hey, think positive." <laughs> <laughs> and so like that, but that's All like right. every other page that's like my cynical Mm-hmm. filter coming in and I have to like really work to not let that interfere. But the whole idea is like, if you align, it's very quantum physics, right? So it's all about like, if you align your thought with your heart's desire. And I'm like, I don't know how to have a heart's desire. Like, I think maybe I know when I have one. Synchronize your chakras. But it's, I mean, yeah. I mean, it's kind of yeah. like that, but it's like, and and you want this thing that's in the future. You're, you're creating that as a reality that then you can go and reach, right? Envision the you that but, you want to be. Yes. And I'm like, don't no, worry, I don't want to do that. Happy. But then... You know, and then it has like all these chapters about like uh, negative people assuming the worst all the time or just creating that reality for themselves. And then they use all these science and Do they math use the terms. phrase assume positive intent ever? No, not yet. It's the kind of book that would like sort of uh, chuckle at you for 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 bringing that up like this book is so much <laughs> above how quiet how <laughs> you know you bought this at an airport didn't you no no my mentor who knows i exist but doesn't really like ah, me told me to she read gave it. you okay she okay. doesn't really like so, you so well, how do you know that because well, she because she gave her a book on how to not be herself yeah. yes <laughs> <laughs> that was the first yeah key thing there you go <laughs> like you and then sort Let's of like that. her not talking to me was also the other part <laughs> ah. but i did meet her in person when did you do that when i was in la nice. one of the seven times in the last two months and then did she pre- did she prescribe the book after no that was over email oh, oh. Before, so before before you met. Oh. and then when we met she was like you haven't read that book yet have you and i was like <laughs> No, because it sounds horrible. <laughs> and it is and that's every, when she's like, you and I are done. Every bit of horrible I thought it would be. Mm, mm. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to look at that, like get a little sample. Because now, yeah. now I'm now I'm honestly anytime you use the term quantum physics uh, right that uh, I I I'm, become but honestly I'm on page like I don't know like fifty seven or something and it has been a Battle. It's a page turner, it right? It is mm. a battle to get that far. Like, I have read whole pages and been like, well, guess I got to read that one over again. <laughs> like, like oh, I hate those books. It's it's really just one of those books where you're like, I can, I, you cannot get into it. You cannot, you're forcing yourself to try to believe it and you're angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, but it, it hasn't, it hasn't caused, so really you've just been struggling with reading the book itself. So you haven't had any, 
type of introspection on that. No, you know? I have. I mean, I have noticed that like occasionally when I start going to my dark place, which is, you know, mm-hmm. the place I'm in all the time, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this isn't good. Whereas normally I just don't acknowledge that at all. You go, hello, just, dark place. Hi, demon dog. This is a, this is a comfortable couch in the dark place. I think I'll stay here for a while. And then I lay down for days and don't get up. So, yeah. I mean, I at least am more aware of it now. But the whole book is like, and in a minute, we're going to tell you exactly how to do that thing we're talking about. After uh, these messages, we'll be right back. And then it like goes into <laughs> more <laughs> shit about like quantum physics, and you're like, what? "Oh god!" <laughs> so it's not well written. No, no, it's written by a doctor. Yeah. Well, uh. I don't even think he's like a real doctor. He's, well, he's like, like a quantum physics well, doctor. Uh, he's like a <laughs> okay. <laughs> he's like a chiropractor. It's written by <laughs> oh god, oh god. <laughs> How much did this book cost? I don't remember. Did she it told me to buy the, it. And I was like, yes. Okay. She's like, did she give you the title? Did she just give you the, the author? No, no. I need you to buy this book. And then you bought it and you're like, stop being yourself. God no. damn it. I asked her a writer who has written novels and is like very well known in advertising. Like, Hey, what's the one book that you read, you know, in your life that's like really, Something you go back to, you've loved, it made you want to be a writer, blah, blah, blah. And her response was this book. Really? And I was like, that, first of all, A, did not answer my question. Well, maybe it did for her. But that's maybe, not. Maybe, that was, maybe that's think, a friend of hers and, you know, they, she got like a kickback. I think, I think books about being a good creative seldomly are literally books about being a good creative. That is true. No, they're self-help books disguised. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but I, no, I, I see what you're saying though. Cause even, cause I had been reading, uh, I just finished. It took me like two years to read it just because I would like pick it up, put it down. But, uh, the creative habit by Twyla Tharp, good book. But as far as like, you know, tips, tricks, the secret to being creative or, or whatever. I mean, you know, well, honestly, sum it all up. Be aunt Francis. Yeah. You know, it's like you, you get up, you have a routine, you do the same thing day after day and you're relentless about it. That's it. You get better. Yeah. And you get better and that's it. So, you know, um, quantum physics, I'm not exactly sure how that plays into it. And how the hell um, does a chiropractor know about fucking quantum physics? Well, Last chiropractor like, I had like had like burnt sage in his... With like, you know, some specific degree. I can't... I mean, it, the whole thing was like really like... Quinn, I've got a couple of books for you. Let me go home and write them. And then I'll, <laughs> and then I'll give them to you. Sing, no, Sing's writing a I lot think, of books I, think, I want you to buy. I think that if you like... If you're able to read this book, I could and like not be an asshole as you're reading it, which I'm I'm clearly not able to do. That it could change your life. I totally see how yes. it could. Well, how could it do that when it's supposed to be a book about not being an asshole? Apparently, no. Really, the book is all about like not being whatever it is. So you could be like a nice guy that wants to be an book, asshole. No, the book's all about your brain. It's all about. Oh, see, and then, see, then now I'll that's get off good. on that. That's good yeah. because 
I'm you telling you, you that the, you would. The more stuff you think that you would, I think that but I would. the more the more yeah. stuff that I get into about changing it's, behaviors and becoming, you know, more productive or better at whatever. It 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 is all about the brain. She just tried centering herself. Did you see that? It's like a little yeah, chiropractor. She's like, she's like, oh, I'm I'm going to my dark. Yeah, I'm going to the dark. Guys, couch. I was in my dark place yeah. before this, so <laughs> let's not be ridiculous. But I mean. I'm Instagramming now, but I think wow. that... How about a little focus? I Is there am something focused. in the book about focus? Maybe that's why you can't get through Stop it. Maybe yourself. that's the only reason no, why read, you're on page well, 50. No, the other problem is, is butterflies, that I've read... Butterflies, butterflies. I've read like seven books in between starting this one and not finishing it. No. Lori Mur- Moore. Have you guys ever read her? No. No. Worked my way through all her shit. She's amazing. No. Short she story writer. Worked her way through her shit. Yeah. I may be cross fingers. I may be published come summer. Really? Summer of 2013. Oh, really? I wrote a, um, there is a a photographer in new Orleans, one greener and, Mm -hmm. uh, um, had a bunch of, uh, people write short stories for his photos. And, uh, he has said that, uh, he's hoping to have something, uh, published by the summer. And then he would have, People come and read at LSU, and I thought, man, I immediately jumped to Wonder Boys, and I'm like, I am Michael Douglas. Let's go do this shit. (laughs) That's awesome. That's very cool. Yeah, so that would be awesome. I have no idea if it'll happen, but that would be cool. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so thinking about um, introspection. Yes. Since it is the holiday show and our last show of 2012. Yes. Talk about looking back upon your year, upon your life. I made a note about this. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Because I don't actually think it's a fear of looking back. Mm, I don't know. I I mean... I I, absolutely have a fear of looking back. Oh, I totally do, too. I think that that's a a very legitimate fear. I think that that's also a very common fear. Right. However, as I sit here right now, my biggest fear is... is less looking back and more looking forward. It's always this time of year where it's like, yay, I love Christmas. And this is the only part of winter. That's okay. Because it's all about eating and like naps and mm-hmm. <laughs> presents. And, and then like, oh, and the next year's going to come and all that's gone. And it's like the bleak of winter hallmark holidays. And whoa, Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, I said Let it be it. known right Watch now that Hallmark has never created a holiday. It has been blamed several times for creating the sweetest day. Sweetest day existed long, long time ago. The sweetest mm. day? Yeah, sweetest day. Okay. Is, is that Valentine's Day? No, it's like, something else. And don't ask me to get specific. On okay. <laughs> All right. Well, well, but I don't know. I mean, yeah, you're right. But I'm talking about just like, you know. Okay. There's so much pressure. It's so much pressure to like start a new year and be like, yeah, I'm going to evolve. Have you always felt that way? Like all throughout your life. It's always more looking forward at the end of the year. Really? Hmm. Yes. Because I fucking run from my problems and repress my feelings. So looking back really is less of an option for me than you guys. I think. Well, here's the, here's the story that I was, that I was going to set this up with. So 
I have this, this time of year has always been like a thing that it like, it just looms over my head and, and it all starts with a recollection that I have when I was seven years old. And I remember, uh, like sitting, sitting, looking out my bedroom window, like, you know, around Christmas time and, and it's, and it's, we lived in, in the country. So when you look out the bedroom window, there is nothing but dark, you know, like maybe a little, you know, farmhouse light here or there. Yes. And so just looking out into the cold black night and with like Nat King Cole's, you know, going on the clock radio or whatever. And I started thinking about the year that has gone and, and, you know, thinking, well, there's a year gone. What have, what have I, what have I done? That's so right. great. I mean, here right. I am you know, seven fucking years old. What have I done? That's so great. Wow, I didn't really do much of anything. I can't look. I can't look at photos because it's it's because it gives it, you the same yeah, feeling. Time yeah, yeah, catches yeah, yeah. up, yeah. and you're like, "Oh my god, look at that!" It's and all a Jim Croce song. Yeah. Like so I, I rarely yeah. find myself taking a lot of photos because it's mm-hmm. just to me it's depressing. Who who really looks back on those photos? And I'd much rather remember. See, to me, a story is so much better than a photo because you tell a story and the story is timeless. It's, you could, you could yeah. say, oh, you were five when you did this, but it's not like here's a photo of when you're five. Oh my God, you're so cute. Now look at you. Oh no, you know, it's, 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 it's timeless. It could have happened at any time. Right. And, um, that's why I just don't take pictures yeah, of people. Yeah, but do you know how often I've created stories in my mind? Based on a picture, grand, grand, wonderful stories about a person. Agreed. Just based on a picture. Yeah, but like people you don't know, right? Though not like a picture of your own stuff. Like my parents at a at a young age. Okay. A grand story about them in my in my head. Mm -hmm. You know, a vision of what their lives might have been like. A picture of my grandparents. You know. Yeah. Uh, It's just like those are the kind of things that, like, yes, they're time markers, visible time. I, I don't know. I think that I think it's important. I get kind of depressed when I don't take pictures, even though yeah. the pictures themselves end up depressing yeah. me in that moment. Yeah. But I, I, I agree. Circle. I agree with you. I do. I have moments of, oh, yeah. what am I doing? Am I doing something to truly contribute? Yeah. You know, my brother and I had a conversation. It's like, you know, at, at the end of everyone's life, they have a book and it is about all the great things in their life. And, have you done something to contribute to someone's book? Right, would you not would to your you, own book, but to somebody no, else's someone book? Else's book. Oh. Have you done something to contribute oh. to someone's book? To be a page, a chapter, a sentence, whatever. Yeah. Are you doing that thing? And so that kind of haunts me. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for that. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> uh, wah, 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 wah. Yeah. Wow. Huh. Huh? Yeah. What are you, what are you doing? I to think we just just to... really sapped everything out of her with yeah. that one. No, I think I think we all have between the three of us have certain levels, varying different levels of being hyper self aware. But yeah. I think that we fail ourselves all in our own ways uh, at realizing the impact we could have on another person's life. Yes. And so 
I've recently had several different experiences where I've been like, what? You, you even know who I am? Why? Like, (laughs) you know, like I, I just don't even realize Mm -hmm. that there are people out there that, that feel like they know me and know who I am and a lot about me because they know me on the internet, you know? Well, yeah. And and then they come up to me and they talk to me about it and they're, they want to be friends with me. And I'm like, Oh God, shit. You do not dude. You don't. Like, well, let's, yeah. let me just end this for you right now by being a total asshole, even though you're super nice for coming up to me. It's don't, like, that's... don't be yourself. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. Just don't, don't be yourself. Be yourself. Be, don't be, be yourself. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's like, it's like this show, you know, it, it's easy for the three of us to assume that, you know, that it's just us sitting around talking and then I'll listen to it five times when I put it together. But then, you know, that's about it. But other people actually listen to believe it or not. <laughs> there you are know, like four yeah and there are there. like four people out there who actually uh you know get some sort of a some sort of a uh, inspirational shot in the arm not this episode though not after the well no, i don't know it depends on whether or not the, uh, the 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 you know bleakness got cut out or not i don't know yeah but, jeremy's lying none of this has been recorded yeah yeah, eh. yeah. i just <laughs> wanted to get us all together <laughs> just wanted to get us all together for little Debbie cakes yeah, today. Yeah. We went really. I saw the Hobbit. We went really dark for this show. I saw the Hobbit. Yeah. Okay. Totally did not know that that was a serious movie. Is my mic on? You're yeah. Am I on? Yeah. Okay. I think you're just talking into it in a weird way. <laughs> Great. You're talking into the top no, of you're it. You always cut. tell me to eat it, and then yeah, I- but eat the front of it, not the top you're of cut, it. Cut like you're cut out. That's that's what that thing did. Yeah. All right. You See, thought it was like a all, comedy? Already you're, already you're doing much better on the... Yeah. Oh, great. Well, if anybody just started listening now, it's a great time to start listening. Um, yeah, I thought, it, I thought it was a fake movie. I thought it was like a... <laughs> you thought it was all for Denny's. I, I thought it was like a parody. Like You've seen Lord movie. of the Rings, right? Yeah, but that, that does not look like Lord of the Rings. That looks like shitty, shitty... Bang, bang. CGI bullshit. Did you see the movie? Hobbit? Yeah. No. What? I'm talking about the previews. Oh, Christ. I felt so It's confused. the same goddamn guy. It's Peter Jackson. So- you watched the previews and felt totally sure that that was going to be a great movie. Yeah, because I know the books. Well, and see, I that's the thing, because you know but the books. That, but that's like what yeah. I, I was like, what? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, well, that makes sense. A funny parody about that was like scary movie two or something. <laughs> totally, I totally <laughs> thought that because in the previews it's like so somewhere in between real and a parody. <laughs> kind of like the one uh, the 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 one show I saw on Cinemax the one time Lord of the G Strings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was good. That was good. That was good. And that was serious. That was serious. That was very that serious. Was serious. Okay, so nudities. how was it? Well, it was long. <laughs> Um, That's a good it was start. almost three it hours. It, they could have cut about thirty minutes out of it. That's a lot. Of short I can't imagine that Peter Jackson will be feet. releasing a an extended version of this because I can't imagine what that he could have put left. back in there that he left out. But the thing that's interesting is that it starts to give you a little bit more background about Gandalf and the other wizards yeah. and stuff. But the biggest thing that a critic said, and I think it was right on, was 
the 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 story does not have the weight that Lord of the Rings did. Okay, you're tweeting. Why? Why? Why is that? Well, no, I I'm, mean, Lord of the Rings was about saving all of mankind. Yeah, The Hobbit's about helping some fucking midgets go and get their gold. Yeah, but it's kind of what sets it all up, though. <laughs> it kind of does. It sets up. It sets up the rest of it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. So, so you know, it's hard to it's hard to kind of get get on that and go, oh my god, this is. And you know what was creepy was Lord of the Rings when it came out, totally unintentional. But the shades of Lord of the Rings and just kind of basic terrorism mm-hmm. and the messages in that were unbelievable. You know, and and uh, yeah. the Hobbit, I, I liked it. I mean, I love I love Middle Earth. I'm a you know yeah. I'm a geek that way, but. Uh, it was great to see it. Did I, you go and have second breakfast at Denny's afterwards? I did not. Okay. I did not. Is, is Denny's like tied with the Hobbit? Yeah. Or really? I, that or IHOP, see? one or the other. They see? have they have a special they have a special Hobbit menu. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so so my question for you on that is the um the the 48 frames per second thing cuz that's what you know everybody's what? talking about. I didn't about. see it. And what and I have no idea what that is. <laughs> well, I don't I don't even know. I don't even know if it's like on on I did every... not see that. I did not see the version that's forty eight FPS. Oh, oh, okay. Well, then, then, and I go. don't know what that means. Okay, is well, it like slower, faster? No, is well, it like more? No, no, no. That's the thing. So, so as you know, film works at twenty four frames per right. second. So, so it's a little bit sped right. up. It's a well. It's not it's actually. It's not actually no. Yeah. Uh, so so film, film film works at twenty four <laughs> frames per second. Video like television. Or television before high def works at 30 frames per second. So at 30 frames per second, you're obviously getting more information into your eyes, which makes things seem smoother, more realistic, more every day. So 24 frames, you start cutting some of that out. So that's how you get that weird kind of jittery feel that films have that make it feel like it's not Real. real. So now when you put 48 frames per second in, you're putting twice the information in. You're putting even more information in than television. So then it feels hyper real. Huh. So it's so it, a it lot might of be the, worth me going and seeing that. Yeah. So a lot of the people that I that what I are saw, people saying, well, they were it? like it, it felt kind of like shitty, shitty 70s television. You know, it felt it. it I, a yeah. lot of people, a lot of people had complaints about it, saying that that the. That having that smooth that, that smooth motion really takes you out of the the fantasy of the storyline. Well, and which so, I think is which I think is idiotic that he would do that because yeah, you're talking about a hypothetical world, mm-hmm. and to me, what's great about film is that it enhances that the yeah. you know it, it being magical and mythical. Yeah. And so, why would you shoot in something that tried to make it more that more like it's yeah every yeah, day yeah, and realistic? Yeah. yeah. And why I I don't understand why you almost would do like that. documentary feeling. That's exactly what I would think it would be for. It would yeah. be for like a documentary. But why would you? Yeah, I don't. Yeah. It's not like. You're not going to convince anybody, oh, shit, this really could have happened. <laughs> this might have really happened. There are hobbits. I don't, there, know. There, I don't know. They're I cooking kinda, at Denny's. I kind of feel like there could be hobbits somewhere. Yeah, I, I'm pretty are. sure there are hobbits. There probably yeah. is. There used to be, there was a woman uh, I grew up, and she had a she had a whole backyard uh, filled with gardens. And, you know, she had a probably a seven, eight-foot wall. Up and it was called Hobbitsville, and everything was miniature. She had like little houses and stuff back there. And the big thing was, 
was to jump the you know jump the wall and go back there and walk around take and, a dump in the yeah so <laughs> i didn't go to take a dump but sure take a giant man-sized dump in hobbitsville there ain't no hobbit that laid this one <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Hobbits have huge feet, which means, you know. Yeah. Huge yeah that's, that's, huge well, I was saying, yeah, big feet, huge you know what that is. Dumps. Yeah. I was not thinking about dogs. Huge hairy dogs. The very first feet. time uh, I ever smoked weed. I, was with a hobbit. No. no. So uh, I was in high school. And, you know, you make lots of bad decisions in high school. So. Yeah. But, um in this particular instance, we were in a car. Bad decision number one. Going 90 miles an hour. <laughs> no, we were just in. I was in the back seat. Did you see things in, in 48 no, FPS? No, but we ended up in this neighborhood <laughs> that was like all the houses. I, I'm looking at these houses and I'm like, why are the houses so small? Like all, I kept looking at these houses. Like the doors were really short. Like they kept getting shorter. And you know, like they all had like peak type mm-hmm. roofs. Mm-hmm. It was like, like I was like, we are in the land of the hobbits. We are in Middle Earth. <laughs> and my friends were like, oh shit, we gotta take her home. <laughs> and then, then like two weeks later, I drove by there again. You know, like after school, and being they were like, they were skyscrapers. What? And no, it's Where just was like this? a normal neighborhood in Richmond, Virginia. Mm. I, I, I was, I was going to say, out, was it that the houses were getting smaller? No, or did no. you feel that you Turns were getting out bigger? That there was that the road is up on a hill, ah. and so all the houses are. And, and then I was like, that is an eye trick. <laughs> <laughs> that is an eye trick. That's I will okay. remember so this. The, what is it? M.C. Escher. It was yeah. an M.C. Yeah. Escher painting come to life. It's crazy stairs. Yeah. A hand drawing itself. <laughs> it was a hand drawing itself. Wrap <laughs> your mind around that one. Mm. Wow, man! All right, let's uh, let's uh, start uh, wrapping this up. Okay. Uh, so, I like, feel like I said, we had a really, really heavy episode. This this was this was a uh, yeah. It there was, was a heavy. lot to chew on. A lot there to chew was, on. There was yeah. And so, um, you know, I think as part of, well, I don't know. I think we gotta, we gotta have the heavy ones every once every in a while. Every once in a while, we gotta I mix it up. Good. We gotta keep it real. Yeah, it's like a roller coaster. It's like, it's like a Rob Gordon mixtape, you know? Plus, I mean, we're we not, yeah. Right. Oh, high fidelity, mm-hmm. baby. Mm-hmm. See, plus, we're not robots. No. We got shit, no. we got heavy shit going on in yeah. our lives. You yeah. had a new baby. Babies. I, I mean, got, birth, I got death. people, I got people yeah. dying left and right on yeah. me. Yeah. Quinn's trying Quinn's, not to be herself. Quinn's trying not to be herself. She's had a death so in the family. Hardy. It's a, it's yeah. a heavy December. Yeah. I, uh, 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 I'm not looking back. I'm looking forward and I'm trying to hit the fast forward button. Yeah. And, uh, get the hell out of this year into the next and look forward. Same. Uh, what yeah. I, that's like- that's totally that's good. Was that a closer? That, that yeah. Was that a closer? That was, that was a closer. But, Bam. but 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 we're gonna build on that though. I okay. mean, you know. So yeah. I mean, I th- I think I think you're you're absolutely right. So as part of, you know, and 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 we still need. We'll we'll have our you know off air no microphones meeting about how does. 2013 become the year of the shakes. But I mean, you know what 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 are we what are we gonna do 
to uh, you know make that make that happen for I us. And I'm not that, and I'm not yeah. saying and I'm not saying like, well, we're going to start doing it every other week or what you know. I mean, just what what do you think? What do you think? I think we reinvent the podcast. I think we do it we weird, it. weirder, and with more explosions, stranger than anyone's done it's it like before. the six million dollar man right. but we're gonna do it to the podcast we could, yes i mean we like can, we, we could ha, how how do we do a podcast like it's television what what huh how do you do a podcast uh, in outer space who what in a bowling alley <laughs> yes yeah Yes. Okay. All right. Well, I like that. I think that's we, good. We change yeah. each other's names. I mean, because mm-hmm. I, I think mm-hmm. we we gotta we gotta bring in new elements. You know. Well, yeah, yeah. I think you know, keeping it fresh, keeping you know, always. I mean, reinventing even though the it. bar was a disaster, it's like the bar was a disaster, but it was so fun. Right. It that's so why fun. we we gotta go and do weird shit fun? like that. What, what no, was fun? Yeah. I thought it was. Fun. I mean, my car I got busted into well, it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I was a, right. I, I, it's so awkward to talk in front of a bunch of people who are staring at you. But it, you know what? We were trying something new. And, we were trying and something right. new. Kudos. And and for episode three, I mean, that's kind of yeah. So, wow. Yeah. Where were we? We were, we, were, we were ambitious. Let's do it on a yacht. Yeah. Yacht. Yeah. All right. Let's get on a boat. Yep. Even if the boat is on the back of a truck. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. If we can do an episode on if a boat. If we get that truck going 90. Sure. It's like we're on a boat. Fuck yeah. 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 Cigarette boat to nowhere. <laughs> making sure it's still recording. It is. Okay. Yeah. I think that, I think that's good. So, so as, as we look forward, hitting that fast forward button, trying to figure out what we're going to do in 2013, we're going to work on making the show better in our own special weird ways. We're not sure what that is yet. We're going to meet about it. I don't know when. We we'll should probably that. take a plane somewhere and do part of the podcast yep. on the plane. And I think then that's good. Where we Let's go. do a retreat. South by Southwest. I, I still think yeah. South by Southwest would be great. Going and doing it in San Francisco. I mean, that would be you know oh, or whatever. Uh, those those things would be hello. those things would be fun. So so we will do we'll do our part. Uh, you guys do your part, listeners out there. If you could spread the word, so, yeah. I mean, please spread the word. Uh, we're we're just we're right there. We're on the cusp of being. Great. Let, here, we'll even give you the speech. Yeah. Do you want to change your life creatively? Oh, God damn it. <laughs> then you need to listen to something called The Shakes. That's right. What is The Shakes, you ask? Let me answer that for you. It's three brilliant creatives from different stages in their life saying it like it is. I find something a little morsel in every episode, and I'm a better creative for it. You need to listen to it. Done. I love it. That's Bam. A, that's, that's an that elevator totally, speech. That was totally spontaneous. That, that was. was totally made up right yeah. there. That was straight up verbal diarrhea, you couldn't, you and I couldn't loved even, every minute of yeah. it. You couldn't even. You thought that I was reading from a piece of paper, and I, I, I did. I mean, I was looking at you. I'm and high you still felt, on yeah. some Shiner Bach yeah. and uh, some cheer and uh, a little Debbie snack cake. Yeah. No, I, it was great. It was a good. It was a good. It was a good elevator speech. I think it's great. So get out. Tell your friends. Rate the show on iTunes. You know, uh, pe- people are people are being kinder on iTunes. I've been noticing, so that's good. So how many? I looked. Uh, how many reviews we got now? Right now, we've only we've we've got two written reviews, but then so. uh, but then like like nine or ten. Eh. But I mean, we've got you know like an average of four stars. There so you people, go. Out people of, are good. Out of twenty, yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> four stars out of 20. You can't yeah, beat it. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, so get out there, you know, do, do us the favor because that helps, uh, you know, get out there on like the iTunes new and noteworthy and the whatnot. Uh, and just tell people about it. And, and we appreciate that. And of course we going back and talking about the new world. You know, we, 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 I think it would be great if next episode we could hear at least a couple of you guys telling us what, what in the world, if you had a new world to start over on Saturday, what, what is it do? that you would do? So you could call in and just leave a quick voicemail message, 415-484-5830, or just email us at the shakes at muleradio.net and, you know, write it if you, if you feel like, you know, if you, if you're, if you've got that thing where you hate the sound of your own voice. And you don't want to hear it on a podcast, email in. But but I think it would be cool if people would uh, call in and, and tell us about it. Be good. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And the to look forward to girls starts in February. Game of Thrones starts mm-hmm. in March. These are some things to look forward to. <laughs> These are all good things. And nothing is more depressing than someone looking forward to a TV show coming back. <laughs> and wait, and The Walking and Dead Walking starts in Dead, February. I can't wait for that yeah. to come. Damn. We, we can. God, it we need heavy. to kick off next episode. Episode talking about girls and uh, an epiphany. I have. Okay. Okay. Hold that. Write it down, and and we'll we'll start the next show. Strike with that. that. Reverse it. Yep. Yep. Double pause. All right. We got to end this. I have to pee so. Okay. Bad. So okay. We'll 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 end this out. So sponsorships again. Thanks to Domestic Beast. Woo! For sponsoring this episode Thank of the show. Thank you, Domestic Beast. Yeah. Thanks for the doggy stuff. That's right. <laughs> they didn't give it. You bought a whole oh, lot of doggy stuff. But uh, yeah, thanks to Domestic Beast. And if you're interested in being a sponsor of The Shakes and other fine shows on Mule Radio Syndicate, you can go to sponsor.muleradio.net and the fine folks in San Francisco will get you taken care of. Uh, also, Beer Buddies. Thanks again to Joel Gerhold for giving Thank us the you, baby micro brews. That was good. Uh, yeah. So if you're interested, in being a beer buddy you can donate five bucks ten bucks twenty bucks you know whatever it's 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 a whole lot cheaper than a sponsorship and we'll talk about you and, and tell us and tell you how much we love you you can go to cocktailnapkinstudios.com slash beer buddy and uh, become a beer buddy there we're on twitter we're at mule shakes we also have a tumblr that i that i tried to start writing on i'm gonna start which doing i will more. write some on yeah. too. So I we are, well too i've been i've been kicked off i can't Sign in to Tumblr. Pat, okay, that's an well, we'll, 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 we'll have to work, we'll on, work that. on that. Shut up! It I'm is. on Tumblr, baby. I've <laughs> the been shakes off for on some Mule. The shakes on Mule is our Tumblr site where we promise we will start writing. And as of this week, this is a new thing. We have a post office box. I went, I went, I went and what? got a, po- I went and got a post office box because I figured, I figured, uh, you know, people could, people, people could send, send us, yeah, send people us some want to send shit. us some anthrax. Yeah. So, send us, send us know. some anthrax. No, uh, no, send us presents. Yeah. Send us, you know, with anthrax stickers them. and presents and lovely things. Anything. If you, if you have something on your mind that is three dimensional and needs to come through the postal mail to us, you can write or send things to the shakes at PO box 1347. Liberty, Missouri, six four zero six nine. I can't believe they still we do also, post Yeah, we box. also have an eight track tape, <laughs> and um, and we've got uh, a fax machine. If you want to fax us some stuff, to um, we send can- that to. <laughs> <laughs> We're going old school here at the Shakes. No, come on, that's perfect if people yeah, want to no, send yeah. us yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, I did. I did that whole thing because I Instagrammed the. Uh, 
the, the little podcast box over here and I said that it was feeling naked and it needed some stickers. And I said, there nerds, send us some stickers. And, but then I realized that there was no way for nerds to send us stickers. It's true. So now there's a, now there's a way the PO right. box 1347 Liberty, Missouri six, four, zero, six, nine looking at that on the floor. So, all right. Quinn's got a pee. Uh, you know, it's icy outside. So let's, uh, I guess get the fuck out of here. We'll see you guys in 2013. If we don't all die. Yes. If we don't all die in four hours. Yeah. Mazel tov. Was that it? Yep. That's it. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go. Let's Let's go. go. Okay. Done. The shakes is Jeremy Fuchs, Pat Piper and Quinn Catherman. Questions or comments? Email the shakes at muleradio.net.